Welcome to this week's virtual drasha. I'd like to begin by thanking Yonason and Jennifer Kaplan for dedicating this week's drasha commemoration of the yard site of Jen's father, Stephen Friedman, Shmuel Leib ben Asha Berifka, Zichron of the Vracha. We hope that of the merit of our Talmud Torah, the Shamul Havan Aliyah, and the family in Nechama. We have the incredible privilege this Shabbos to read the double parashios of Tazria and Mitzora. And these parashios are filled with details. Most of the details focus around the concept of tsara'as. Now, we often loosely translate tsara'as as leprosy, but the truth is leprosy is an actual physical malady, an actual physical disease. Chazal, the rabbis, teach us that tsara'as was really a physical manifestation of a spiritual ailment. A person was spiritually ill. A person was sick in terms of his ruchnius, in terms of his holiness, his personalistic purity. And that inner spiritual deficiency or illness manifested itself in external bodily lesions called tsara'as. And to a certain degree, although it may sound strange, but tsara'as was an incredible gift. Because so many times in life we go through life and we're not exactly sure where we're holding. Am I doing the right thing? Not doing the right thing? Is HaKadosh Baruch Hu happy with me? Unhappy with me? The incredible quote-unquote gift of tsara'as is that you almost had immediate instant feedback from the Ribbono Shalom. If HaKadosh Baruch Hu was unhappy with what you were doing and how you were living and specifically how you were speaking because the rabbis associate the sin of the, or should say the punishment of Saras with Lashin Hara, you were given that immediate divine feedback. And so the parashos of Tazriyah Mitzorah go through all of the different halachos. First, the halachos, the laws concerning what is Saras. Not every single lesion is automatically treated as saras. So first of all, what constitutes saras? And then ultimately, the parashio spend time on focusing on the purification process of the mitzorah. How does the mitzorah rejoin the camp? Because remember, part of the punishment of saras is that you are cast out from the camp. A person has to be alone. And so the other part of the parashio's focus is on the rehabilitation of the mitzorah, what offerings he has to bring, how, how long or how he has to be purified from the lesions, and ultimately, Ultimately, his re-entry and his rejoining the community of Am Yisrael. The Gemara in Mesecha Sanhedrin records an incredible story. A conversation between the great sage Rabbi Yoshua ben Levi and Elio Hanavi. And the Elio Hanavi. And the discussion had many different parts to it. At first, at first Rabbi Yoshua ben Levi asks Elio Hanavi, Tell me, Elio Hanavi, will I be admitted to the world to come? And Elio Novi gives him an interesting and cryptic answer. Rabbi Yosheb and Levi then realizes that he has the attention of the great prophet, the eternal prophet, Elio Hanavi. So he once again asks another question. He says, Amos Asi Mashiach. Listen to this. Rabbi Yosheb and Levi asks Elio Hanavi, when is Mashiach going to come? Right? The million dollar question that we've been asking each and every day for the last 2,000 plus years. Amos, Asi, Moshiach, when is Moshiach going to finally come? To which Elio says something amazing. Abrelay, Elio responds back, Zil You know what? You go ask him. What, what are you asking me? What, do, I, do I look like Moshiach to you? Am I in charge? You go ask Moshiach. Okay. Rabbi Yosef and Levi says, Okay. Vehecha Yosef, tell me where could I find Moshiach? Where can I find Moshiach? I'm happy to ask him. I'm happy to discuss it with him. But tell me where could I find him? To which Elio responds, Apischa Deromi. Mashiach is situated. Mashiach has set himself up at the entranceway to Rome. 
the entrance way to Rome. But how am I supposed to know which one is Mashiach? I'll make the trip. I'll go to the entranceway to the gates of Rome. And I'm sure there's plenty of people who are sitting by the gates of Rome. How will I know which one of those people is Mashiach? To which Eliyahu Hanavi says, Yosav Beine Anie Sovli You will find, you will find Mashiach sitting amongst those who are ill. So interestingly enough, Rashi explains that you will find Mashiach sitting amongst those who are afflicted with saras. Again, we'll use the loose definition of leprosy. Where will you find Mashiach? At the entranceway of Rome. And where will you find him at the entranceway of the gates of Rome? He's sitting amongst the lepers. He's sitting amongst those with saras. So how will you know? Say, Elio says, I know you're going to ask. So how will I know which man amongst the lepers is Mashiach? To which Elio responds something amazing. The Kulon Sharu Vasire Bechad Zimna. As you'll see, ultimately again, the lepers often had to bandage their wounds. So the lepers generally would go ahead and change all of their bandages. I guess repack the wound, change all of their bandages at once. Ihu, but the person who's Moshiach, Shari Chad Chad. He only changes one bandage at a time. So Eliyahu says, apparently all the other lepers, they remove all the bandages and then replace all the bandages. Mashiach removes one bandage, replaces it, removes a second bandage, replaces it. Why does he do this? To which the Gemara says, to which the Gemara says, Dilma meba'ina delo'i akiv. Ultimately, again, because perhaps HaKadosh Baruch Hu is going to call him to action. HaKadosh Baruch Hu is going to call him to action and he wants to be ready. The problem is if he has all his wounds uncovered, all the bandages removed, and HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, Mashiach, it's time to redeem Klaal Yisrael. Mashiach is going to say, great, I just need three minutes, just got to rebandage everything. So in order that Chas V'Shalom, there should never be a delay. When Mashiach is finally called into Messianic action, he changes only one bandage at a time. The Gemara then goes on to tell an incredible story. Rabbi Shobalevi makes the journey to Rome, and he finds Mashiach. He finds Mashiach. And ultimately, again, he says to Mashiach, tell me, can I ask you, when are you going to come? When are you coming, Mashiach? To which Mashiach responds, the Amrle Hayom Asina. Mashiach says to Yeshua ben Levi, I'm ready to come each and every day. Each and every day. But you have to be ready. Kalalisa has to be ready. I'm here. I'm ready to go. I only change one bandage at a time, for I am ready to spring into salvational action. I'm ready to do what has to be done. But the Shaila is the question is you, Rabbi Shalom Levi. Are you ready? Is Amisrael ready? When you're ready, I promise you I'll be ready. And the commentaries in the Gemara point out something very beautiful. The idea that there are two real reasons why the Mashiach only changes one bandage at a time. And one reason, of course, is the stated reason that Mashiach says, if I take off all the bandages and then get the green light from God, I'm going to be delayed. But the commentaries, in fact, the Baal Shem Tev espouses this idea. He says something truly magnificent and beautiful. The Rebbe says that Mashiach also understood that if all the lepers are changing their bandages at once and someone else needs help, someone else needs help, another leper needs help, no one's going to be able to help each other, right? Because if everybody has their exposed wounds at the same time and everybody's rebandaging, if Ruvain 
needs a little bit of help with his bandage. No one else could help him because they're all busy caring for their own wounds. They're all busy rebandaging themselves. So the Mashiach said to himself, like this said the Baal Shem Tov, the Mashiach said, as much as I would also like to rebandage all of my wounds at once, I'll do them one at a time. This way again, if someone else needs help, if someone else needs assistance, I'll be there, ready to answer the call, ready to help another Mitzorah, ready to help another leper who cries out in pain. And the Baal Tov says, he sees something incredibly amazing over here. Who is Mashiach? Mashiach is the agent of salvation. Mashiach is the ultimate agent of change. Mashiach is going to be the individual who is going to usher humanity into a new era, who is going to propel the world into a new dynamic and new reality. Mashiach is the ultimate agent of change. So you'll say to yourself, what does Mashiach do before he gets to be the major agent of change? And the answer is, he's a minor agent of change. If I can't change the world, says Mashiach, let me try to change this one's life. Let me try to help this one out. You're struggling with your bandages? I'm okay, I'm okay, I'm bandaged. I'm doing them one at a time. They say, I could be there to help others. You see, the global universal agent of change teaches us that even when you can't affect global change, dramatic change, universal change, mankind change, do your best to affect some level of change in your Dalaramis, in your immediate circumstances. Do your best to affect some level of change in your home, with your family, in your community, in your kahila, with your friends, and with yourself. This is the ultimate lesson of Mashiach. You see, we walk around the world and we see a lot of things that are broken. A lot of things that are broken. We see broken circumstances. We see broken people. And so we look at those things that are broken in the world and we say, Ay, Nebuch, we let out a krechts. Maybe even I say a capital of Tehillim. All, all beautiful things. But there's something else I could do. I could roll up my sleeves and I can make a difference. I could roll up my sleeves and I can go ahead and be an agent of change. If I see someone else who is suffering, having a difficult time, you can't always fix everyone else's suffering. But you could try. You could roll up your sleeves and you could say, you know what, what can I do? Or you see something that's broken. You know, the Gemara has an expression. The Gemara says, A pot of food that belongs to two people is never hot, never gets hot. Right? Why does it never get hot? Because at the end of the day, when something has two people, two partners, everyone assumes the other one. Reuven says, ah, Shimon Shim will take care of it. And Shimon says, ah, Reuven will take care of it. And a lot of times we go through life and we see things that are broken. They say, okay, you know what? I'm sure someone's got that. I'm sure someone's handling that. I'm sure someone's taking care of that. And no, if HaKadosh Baruch Hu allows you to see something, it's because He wants you to do something. Sometimes the doing something means I can actually affect change. And sometimes it is just a capital of Tilim. Sometimes doing something is actional. And something doing something is just emoting a sense of empathy. But when you see something broken in life, do something about it. See, Rabbi Shimon Levi is teaching us. You would have thought Mashiach is waiting by the gates of Rome, biding his time. 
He's just waiting. After all, he's got a simple job. I mean, it's not a simple job, but he's got a job. His job is to be the agent of universal salvation. All he needs is the green light from the Rebano Shalom. So Mashiach, so what are you doing before then? I don't know, whatever he's doing. He's learning, he's relaxing, he's davening. I don't know what he's doing. And what is he doing, says the Imam. He's doing Shuban Levi says. What is he doing, says Eliyahu Navi? He's helping the leper change their bandages. He's being an agent of change. Not universal change. Not global change. Not mankind change. But affecting change in his little area. In the community of lepers. By the gates of Rome. We must learn to be like Eliyahu Hanavi as well. To strive to be agents of change. Within our own Dalar Amas. Our own immediate areas. Within our lives. Within our loved ones. And ultimately within ourselves. Take this opportunity to wish everyone. A good and Erev Shabbos and a beautiful Shabbos Kodesh.